0: So I just recorded a whole 10 plus minute episode and it's gone. I don't know what the hell has happened. I'm really mad. (laughs) I don't want to talk to you bitches. I've already spoken to your bitches and it's out in the ether and no one can get it back. (laughs) And now I have to be nice and I don't want to be because I'm pissed off. (laughs) Um, Oh let's keep it short and sweet because I honestly don't think I could like run anymore um <laughs> I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who tuned in yesterday to me and Rebecca talking I it literally feels like I'm just repeating myself but I have to so <laughs> we um I honestly didn't think we'd find anything else to talk about after our podcast that we did together um but I was like just it was just so like it just went i don't know it was almost as if we weren't there and there was some kind of like divine thing going on where like yeah it just felt like so much important stuff was brought up and i feel just incredibly blessed to have had the opportunity to speak with her and yeah raise awareness gosh it's it's just amazing i'm really blessed for our friendship and The things she does especially to raise awareness so thank you Rebecca it was so great it was so much fun now I have to think about what I was going to say oh yes so yesterday was an incredible day so much happened I opened up about the power abuse side of things and I know that was really helpful for a lot of people and thank you for people that got in touch um i wasn't really aware of how much that had affected me um but today i've woken up especially after talking to Rebecca and being very open in that i've woken up with what I would call a vulnerability hangover, which is a term coined by um the amazing brene Brown American vulnerability advocate and writer, and I feel that today i 'm like... Wow, that was a lot. That was like a lot to share. And I feel like I don't feel like I regret any of it at all. But it was just like, yeah. Sharing is hard. I get I get that. Like sharing can be really it's quite I, I'm someone that finds it quite easy to go out and just say it. And then I suppose it's like what are the second hand like effects of that? And for me, the second-hand effects are like feeling <laughs> hungover today. Um, But I've got quite a kind of baseline day. I've got a driving lesson at quarter past ten. And then I'm teaching my one my one student this afternoon. Um, And then today is actually Ascension Day, um, which is at the convent, which is a big feast day. It's basically when Jesus was assumed into heaven like a queen. Um, So we're having a bit of a party. It's going to be lots of cake, lots of biscuits. And it's going to be lovely. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, I did talk in the the first episode. I've got to check this is still recording because I'm honestly paranoid. Yes, it is. Um, In the first episode, the first take of this episode. I was talking about planning your sabbatical but as I was saying it I was like this is a bit dull. No one really gives a fuck. So maybe I'll think more about that and talk about it tomorrow. This does give me another chance to think about better things to say. (laughs) But one thing I was talking about was the toxic effect of the news and my professor, I remember talking to him and he is someone who's very involved with news and raising awareness for issues around the globe and issues within the uk and the politics scene and everything and he was taught he loved he used to love talking to me about like current affairs and like what do you think about this what do you think about this and it's that classic thing isn't it of trying to act intelligent because you don't know and i have that so many times because i had made a conscious decision throughout my anxiety recovery to leave the news behind because it was exacerbating my health anxiety especially with coronavirus it was really it really was and I didn't want to admit that because it was like this is so obvious like come on obviously like you're gonna get health anxiety now so I yep deleted the news and he was like what do you think about this what do you think about this and I was like I'm really sorry for my mental health and like anxiety and stuff at the moment I just I'm not I'm not interested. <laughs> like I can't go there with it. And his response was really like interesting. He was like, "Okay, that's a bit kind of bit of a privileged thing to say. Like not to be, you know. It's re-, he was like it's really important to keep up to date with things that are going on, so that you have a good like understanding and can react and like, you know, be a good." empathetic person in the world and I was like yeah fair enough actually where does this put me because my anxiety has meant that I can't cope with the news but I also don't want to be one of those annoying apolitical people who dismisses issues (laughs) Um, and that's something I've really kind of had to battle with because I'm like I do want to know to a certain extent what's going on but our brains aren't actually evolved to deal with amount of news that we get, you know, the news that we get, the fake news and the real news and all the crappy news, it's, it goes beyond what our brains can cope with. That's my opinion. There's no way we are supposed to be, like, getting constant updates of disasters around the world. Like, much as I really deeply, deeply care and feel just deeply saddened by any... Terrifying events that happen, I really do, but I think I've come to the point where I say I know what I need to know when I'm well. When I'm not well, I can leave that behind, I can leave that to other people. It doesn't mean I don't care, it means that I want to get myself to a place where I can be a fully functioning member of society before I start worrying and before I start investing myself in issues around the world. because when you're struggling it can feel as though anything beyond your issues and anything beyond the pain you're going through is too much I just remember feeling the news just made me feel like the world was ending it was really bad for like my existential kind of anxiety as well like it's really hard to put into words I just couldn't deal with it I couldn't deal with it I deleted it as I say around covid time and i haven't re-downloaded the updates i kind of probably search every day a couple times a day the news but it just irritates me when that's all people talk about and i get it i do get it i sound really privileged but like like here at the convent the sisters get um they get the independent or the i every day they get the guardian every weekend they get like three different news magazines one is the tablet which is a catholic news magazine which is actually fab it's really great really liberal and the church times like ethical consumer they have all this news like and all of them read it all of them sit sit and read the newspaper for at least an hour a day and it's part of their prayer life which i really respect but it means that our conversations around tea so much about the news all the time and I'm like, look look, we've evolved from like hunter-gatherers who just all they knew was like 10 people can we just talk about like the plants that are growing in the garden, I don't know (laughs) it can just be very overwhelming for some of our brains, anyway that maybe that's a really really privileged hot take but yeah, I can't get back into the news I'm really interested in music journalism (laughs) I am really interested in journalism but what I'm talking about isn't the sort of well journalised news, it's the constant updates, the expectation constantly to be woke enough to respond to the constant updates that's what's detrimental I think but I hope that was a bit of a insight into maybe I don't know if you're feeling like you need to give up the news go ahead you do care. It's just that caring for yourself first, I think is actually far more important. Um, but I send you all my love. I can't wait for the last one tomorrow. Join me then. I might put out a thing on Instagram about doing a and A. I I might not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of don't want to, much as it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Gosh. I don't know if you want to listen to any more of my issues, so <laughs> might just keep it very jolly, but we'll see. Anyway, um, I actually managed in the end to repeat myself and not get too angry. Please don't have... Okay, it's still recording. <laughs> Fucking goodness. Anyway, I love you all. <laughs> um, see you tomorrow. And oh, yeah, tonight um, I'm talking to Abby O'Shea at 8pm about psychology, psychology becoming a clinical psychologist what they do and about trauma recovery and many things (laughs) that i can't think of right now but i'm really excited to talk to her so tune in if you want to on instagram live tonight at 8 p.m